Okay, let's move on. And Dr. Cole, uh, you're fresh off the uh, NBA draft uh, from last week. And I uh, want to get into a little bit about the cartilage injuries in sports. Um, people uh, may not be aware of, uh, boy, how, uh, how popular they are, unfortunately. But uh, it's, it's a big deal, isn't it? It is, Steve. It's interesting. You know, every year we get preseason MRIs on, you know, dozens of these guys. And not long ago, we actually published uh, an, uh, an article that looked at the frequency that the frequency of these injuries. And when we do uh, 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 MRI, we show that about 40% of these guys have some significant cartilage problem. The good news is most of them never get symptoms, but it just speaks to the fact that, you know, they're about 20 years ahead of us in terms of when they get this problem. You know, add 20 years and say a 40-year-old person, they have about the same incidence of a 40-year-old who's not in a professional sport. So it's pretty fascinating. We've got another uh, expert on the line uh world-renowned, who is going to talk a little bit about the cartilage injuries in sports, Dr. William Bugby, an orthopedic surgeon at Scripps Clinic in La Jolla, California, specializing in joint preservation and treatment of cartilage injuries and arthritis, best known for his extensive work on osteochondral transplantation or bone cartilage transplants and increasing popular cartilage repair method. And Dr. Bugby, thanks so much for joining us here on Sports Medicine Weekly on this a Sunday morning. Um, let's get your view on what are some of the common causes of cartilage injuries in sports. Well, thanks, Steve and Brian, for having me. Um, you guys, I know, mentioned a little bit about Joe Burrow in the previous segment. And if you look at the news feeds on that, they talk about structural issues uh, in addition to his ACL injury. And what that I believe refers to is the cartilage injuries that are so frequent in uh, sports injuries that rarely get talked about. Um, Brian has done studies looking at that and up to 40 or 50% of people that have ACL or other ligament injuries in sports can have cartilage injuries. They're not talked about, but they often become the biggest problem for a return to sport uh, because of the chronic pain and disability. They're also much harder to treat. Bill, do you have a sense of, you know, I've thought about this over the years, about who do you think has the highest incidence of cartilage injuries? I, I, I struggle with, is it related to a specific sport, related to a specific position? You know, I can only safely say that the NFL and the big guys seem to have a very high preponderance, and it seems to be proportionate to size as much as sport. you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I think that's true. Um, I think loading and direct trauma. I know in the patellofemoral joint or kneecap joint, incredibly common for jumpers, and people land on their knees. And every time you see an NFL game, you wonder why not they're not wearing pads on their kneecaps, but they want to be quicker. I think the running, cutting, jumping sports as well with instantaneous uh, loads that are pretty high. Um, and I think, you know, what's becoming more and more more known is under training and people that aren't uh, at a level of performance so their neuromuscular control is deficient and you see a lot of non-contact cartilage injuries too so it doesn't have to be a contact sport yeah we're visiting with dr william bugby orthopedic surgeon at scripps clinic in la jolla california and also best known for his extensive work on osteochondral transplantation uh, partnering with jrf ortho and uh to both uh, you gentlemen and our doctors uh, on the line, Dr. Cole, Dr. Bugby, 
Talk a little bit about uh, what what people don't know, what the listeners don't know about uh, like JRF ortho and uh, the bone cartilage transplantation methods. Well, um, JRF ortho is a nonprofit organization that supplies donated tissue for restoration of injuries, mostly sports injuries. So a person might get a tissue designed to replace or restore the ACL or a meniscus or even cartilage. And uh, so they provide a service to orthopedic surgeons throughout the United States. Steve, there's only a couple of these tissue banks and procurement agencies that we can really rely upon. And it's a, you know, it's a very interesting uh, part of our culture is tissue donation. We've talked about it before and people are often aware that you can sign the back of your license and donate your heart, liver, lungs, and corneas and things of that nature, but also can donate cartilage. And on a regular basis, we have young active people. They're not all professional athletes. They're just people who are too young for a joint replacement, but who have localized cartilage loss. That's really arthritis, but it's not the kind of arthritis that you would even contemplate doing a replacement on with metal and plastic. And those are the kinds of patients that Dr. Bugby and I and others are treating with these cartilage grafts that we get from places like JRF. Then a silent revolution, and years ago, 20 years ago, no one thought to treat these cartilage injuries or just said, oh, they'll be okay, but now we're actively treating these. Um, and we don't know if it makes a long-term difference, but in the short term, I think it's helping people. We talked about which sports have the highest incidence of cartilage injuries. Dr. Bugby, in your opinion, which joint and anatomic location are most frequently damaged in sports? Well, it's going to be the knee for sure, uh, because the incidence of injuries to the knee, it also has to do with the anatomy. Although I treat a fair number of ankle injuries as well, but overwhelmingly it's the knee followed by the ankle and then uh, the shoulder. But the nuance of the anatomy of these joints makes cartilage injuries less frequent in these ball and socket type joints like the shoulder. Uh, and the hip, and even the more conforming joints like the ankle. So when you talk cartilage injuries, you start by talking about the knee. Dr. Bugby, what are some general recommendations you have for preventing these type of injuries by sport? Well, first and foremost, choose your parents wisely, because so much of medicine, is, as we understand, is about genetics. So uh, although you can't change that, I, I alluded <laughs> to the uh, the. Um, fitness and there's more you know there's all sorts of programs that are designed to prevent injury and those have been shown to decrease the injury rate and cartilage injuries themselves are generally associated with other traumatic injuries we mentioned the ACL injuries um, things like that there are other acquired conditions that people can get uh, that cause cartilage injuries independent of sports trauma but it really is about traumatic injury, and there's some things that are in the control of the individual or the athlete of training and performance metrics that are beginning to be understood much more. Bill, I'm just curious, you know, moving, you know, looking forward, what do you think is some of the most, you know, exciting technologies or biologics that we have on the horizon that you're sort of paying attention to? My patients are always asking. You know, you know what? Do we, I want to wait before I do something because I'm just waiting for the next greatest thing. Anything that has really piqued your interest that adds a little level of optimism? Because I think we're doing pretty well, well but people always want to know. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think that we're learning what works and doesn't work in the esoteric nature of different types of cartilage repair. Uh, doing small procedures to get the patient back, or doing procedures that don't cause a lot of downtime. 
So, of course, I like the allograft surgery because it restores normal, healthy tissue, just requires some bone healing, and then the, the individual can get back to sport much quicker than uh, the old days. Um, but I'm a little bit cautious about all this hype about regenerative medicine and stem cells, and it gets publicized, but I'm not sure we're seeing that being a fundamental shift in how we manage patients. And certainly the pro athletes can do whatever they want to get back, but for the high school kid or even college kid, they should stick to the principles of, of you know, what we have experience with and what we know works and not be too experimental. Yeah, visit with Dr. William Bugby, Medical Director of Orthopedic Research, Department of Orthopedic Surgery, Scripps Clinic in La Jolla, California. And uh, let me ask uh, both Dr. Cole, Dr. Bugby. Now, Dr. Bugby's in Southern California, Dr. Cole here in Chicago. Um, do your treatments, uh, evaluations, practices uh, differ a lot uh, based on, uh, on, on where you are? You know, I think uh, the fundamental difference is that uh, Dr. Bugby is a joint replacement surgeon and does sports medicine type surgery. And Bill, you can correct me if I'm wrong, and I, he and I know each other for a long time. Uh, we collaborate on a number of projects and funding and uh, are also very good friends. And um, <clears throat> I think the difference is that I don't do joint replacements, but I do shoulder replacements, but not knee replacements or hip. So, you know, he tends to see probably an audience that's maybe a bit more broad. Uh, my mine is a little more narrow based upon the age of people who are really sort of you know, presenting with this problem. And I think he probably gets faced with these questions and people who are really trying to avoid knee replacement, for example, who are probably better candidates for replacement. And I may not see those patients as frequently because I don't do the replacements in general. Bill, would you say that's pretty, pretty fair? Yeah, I think I agree with you. I deal in the consequences of sports injuries uh, far more frequently than the injuries themselves. And, and my practice is quite referral. When the people have had their ACL, MCL, meniscus repair and still have a cartilage damage that is intimidating to the surgeon, that's where I usually step in. Um, so they're complicated situations. So the other thing is I'm very sensitive to the fact that arthritis is going to happen in most of these young athletes and that's something we we Brian and I really want to change in the future but that's going to be a decades long process rather than an instantaneous uh, solution well great as we come to a close uh, Dr. Bugby and Dr. Cole um, I know one takeaway is that uh, if you can uh, participate in the uh, organ donation uh, we highly suggest it you gentlemen see it firsthand don't you absolutely yes yeah. Be a donor. We need more tissue to take care of injuries um, and other cartilage damage. Very good. Well, Dr. Bugby, uh, we appreciate you joining us here on Sports Medicine Weekly. Continued success and uh, in your research and uh, treatment of patients and in sports medicine. And uh, uh, please uh, stay safe and healthy yourself. Thank you for having me. Very well. That's Dr. William Bugby. Medical Director, Orthopedic Research, Department of Orthopedic Surgery, Scripps Clinic in La Jolla, California. We're going to take a break right now. When we come back, we're going to do our Ask the Doctor segment. Stay with us. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly only on 670 The Score. 